Listen to God's Word for April 17th. Today's reading includes 1 Samuel 20, Psalm 11, Psalm 59, and 1 Samuel 21. May God bless this reading of His Word. First Samuel 20 Then David fled from Naoth in Ramah. He came to Jonathan and asked, What have I done? What is my iniquity? How have I sinned against your father, that he wants to take my life? Far from it, Jonathan replied. You will not die. Indeed, my father does nothing, great or small, without telling me. So why would he hide this matter from me? This cannot be true. But David again vowed, Your father knows very well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he has said, Jonathan must not know of this, or he will be grieved. As surely as the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever you desire, I will do for you. So David told him, Look, tomorrow is the new moon, and I am supposed to dine with the king. Instead, let me go and hide in the field until the third evening from now. If your father misses me at all, tell him, David urgently requested my permission to hurry to Bethlehem, his hometown, because there is an annual sacrifice for his whole clan. If he says, Good, then your servant is safe. But if he is enraged, you will know he has evil intentions. Therefore, deal faithfully with your servant, for you have brought me into a covenant with you before the Lord. If there is iniquity in me, then kill me yourself. Why should you bring me to your father? Never, Jonathan replied. If I ever found out that my father had evil intentions against you, would I not tell you? Then David asked Jonathan, Who will tell me if your father answers you harshly? Come, he replied, let us go out to the field. So the two of them went out into the field, and Jonathan said, By the Lord, the God of Israel, I will sound out my father by this time tomorrow or the next day. If he is favorable toward you, will I not send for you and tell you? But if my father intends to bring evil on you, then may the Lord punish me, and ever so severely, if I do not tell you and send you on your way in safety. May the Lord be with you, just as he has been with my father. And as long as I live, treat me with the Lord's loving devotion, that I may not die. And do not ever cut off your loving devotion from my household, not even when the Lord cuts off every one of David's enemies from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord hold David's enemies accountable. And Jonathan had David reaffirm his vow out of love for him, for Jonathan loved David as he loved himself. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and you will be missed if your seat is empty. When you have stayed three days, hurry down to the place you hid on the day this trouble began, and remain beside the stone Ezel. 
I will shoot three arrows to the side of it, as if I were aiming at a target. Then I will send a boy and say, Go find the arrows. Now if I expressly say to him, Look, the arrows are on this side of you, bring them, then come, because as surely as the Lord lives, it is safe for you, and there is no danger. But if I say to the young man, Look, the arrows are beyond you, then you must go, for the Lord has sent you away. And as for the matter you and I have discussed, the Lord is a witness between you and me forever. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon had come, the king sat down to eat. He sat in his usual place by the wall, opposite Jonathan and beside Abner. But David's place was empty. Saul said nothing that day, because he thought, Something has happened to David to make him ceremonially unclean. Surely he is unclean. But on the day after the new moon, the second day, David's place was still empty. And Saul asked his son Jonathan, Why hasn't the son of Jesse come to the meal, either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered, David urgently requested my permission to go to Bethlehem, saying, Please let me go, because our clan is holding a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has told me to be there. So now, if I have found favor in your eyes, please let me go and see my brothers. That is why he did not come to the king's table. Then Saul's anger burned against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse and rebellious woman, do I not know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame and to the disgrace of the mother who bore you? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on this earth, neither you nor your kingship shall be established. Now send for him, and bring him to me, for he must surely die. Why must he be put to death? Jonathan replied. What has he done? Then Saul hurled his spear at Jonathan to kill him. So Jonathan knew that his father was determined to kill David. Jonathan got up from the table in fierce anger and did not eat any food that second day of the month, for he was grieved by his father's shameful treatment of David. In the morning, Jonathan went out to the field for the appointment with David, and a small boy was with him. He said to the boy, Run and find the arrows I shoot. And as the boy ran, Jonathan shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy reached the place where Jonathan's arrow had fallen, Jonathan called to him, Isn't the arrow beyond you? Then Jonathan cried out, Hurry, make haste, do not delay. So the boy picked up the arrow and returned to his master. But the boy did not know anything. Only Jonathan and David knew the arrangement. Then Jonathan gave his equipment to the boy and said, Go, take it back to the city. When the young man had gone, David got up from the south side of the stone, fell face down, and bowed three times. Then he and Jonathan kissed each other and wept together, though David wept more. And Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, for the two of us have sworn in the name of the Lord, saying, May the Lord be a witness between you and me 
and between your descendants and mine forever. Then David got up and departed, and Jonathan went back into the city. Psalm 11 For the Choir Master of David In the Lord I take refuge. How then can you say to me, Flee like a bird to your mountain? For behold, the wicked bend their bows. They set their arrow on the string to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in His holy temple. The Lord is on His heavenly throne. His eyes are watching closely. They examine the sons of men. The Lord tests the righteous and the wicked. His soul hates the lover of violence. On the wicked he will rain down fiery coals and sulfur. A scorching wind will be their portion. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice. The upright will see his face. Psalm 59 For the Choir Master To the tune of Do Not Destroy A Mictam of David when Saul sent men to watch David's house in order to kill him. Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Protect me from those who rise against me. Deliver me from workers of iniquity, and save me from men of bloodshed. See how they lie in wait for me. Fierce men conspire against me for no transgression or sin of my own, O Lord. For no fault of my own, they move swiftly to attack me. Arise to help me and take notice. O Lord, God of hosts, the God of Israel, rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Show no mercy to the wicked traitors. They return in the evening, snarling like dogs and prowling around the city. See what they spew from their mouths? sharp words from their lips. For who can hear us? But you, O Lord, laugh at them. You scoff at all the nations. I will keep watch for you, O my strength, because you, O God, are my fortress. My God of loving devotion will come to meet me. God will let me stare down my foes. Do not kill them, or my people will forget. Scatter them by your power, and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. By the sins of their mouths and the words of their lips, let them be trapped in their pride, in the curses and lies they utter. Consume them in wrath, consume them till they are no more, so it may be known to the ends of the earth that God rules over Jacob. They return in the evening, snarling like dogs and prowling around the city. They scavenge for food and growl if they are not satisfied. But I will sing of your strength and proclaim your loving devotion in the morning. For you are my fortress, my refuge in times of trouble. To you, O my strength, I sing praises. For you, O God, are my fortress my God of loving devotion. 
First Samuel 21 Then David came to Nob, to Ahimelech the priest. And when Ahimelech met David, he trembled and asked him, Why are you alone? Why is no one with you? The king has given me a mission, David replied. He told me, No one is to know about the mission or charge. And I have directed my young men to meet me at a certain place. Now then, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves of bread, or whatever can be found. There is no common bread on hand, the priest replied. But there is some consecrated bread, provided that the young men have kept themselves from women. David answered, Women have indeed been kept from us, as is usual when I set out. And the equipment of the young men is holy as it is even on common missions, and all the more at this time. So the priest gave him the consecrated bread, since there was no bread there but the bread of the presence, which had been removed from before the Lord and replaced with hot bread on the day it was taken away. Now one of Saul's servants was there that day, detained before the Lord, and his name was Doeg the Edomite, the chief shepherd for Saul. Then David asked Ahimelech, Is there not a spear or sword on hand here? For I have brought neither my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business was urgent. The priest replied, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, is here. It is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you want, you may take it for there is no other but this one. And David said, There is none like it. Give it to me. That day David fled from Saul and went to Achish, king of Gath. But the servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing about him in their dances, saying, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands? Now David took these words to heart, and was very much afraid of Achish the king of Gath. So he changed his behavior before them, and feigned madness in their hands. He scratched on the doors of the gate, and let his saliva run down his beard. Then Achish said to his servants, Look, you can see that the man is insane. Why have you brought him to me? Am I in need of madmen? that you have brought this man to rave in my presence? Must this man come into my house? Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.